Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to The Raider and The Saint. got a bottle of Jack, too? Will you drink it straight? <laughs> yeah, mango cart. We got some Coke in there. You can make some. There's Coke. No, not that type of Coke. <laughs> not that type. <laughs> hey, do you remember the Pogs back in the day? Yeah, I, I used to play Pogs, and at one point, I got out of that point where I was losing all the time. Remember, I used to make the slammers? They had the uh, finger indentations yeah, on this Yeah, na- this young kid, the neighbor of mine, growing up, he had, uh, his dad worked at a machine shop, so he made him a big fat Pog, dude, out of plastic, and he would fucking win every time. And I remember I had all my Pogs in that c- container. And I threw it up in the air, and all the kids were around, and they all ran after them. Because I had some good Pogs growing up. And <laughs> that was crazy. my last episode with Pogs. That's crazy. Yeah, man. the container. Every time I see that little container, man. Uh, go down the hall right here. Make it left as soon as you can. The code is 5476. 5476. 5476. 5476. We'll lower the music in a bit, folks. We're just getting situated, but I wanted to record with all the homies here. It's a treat. And Frank's in the studio. What? Why did you leave the door open for? <laughs> Your brother sometimes, man. You know. He's the only brother I got, so, you know, he, him and I, we're, we're pretty close, man. He has his moments, just like any other sibling. Mm-hmm. 
Today's date is July 5th, 2020. I am at the studio. Once again, this is episode 36. I got Frank Caleros, a.k.a. Ibex, in the studio today, mixing it up. So yeah, it's, it's fucking loud right now, but I will lower it as soon as Frank fixes whatever he's doing. Vibing out. <laughs> What'd you do? Put your rings back in your pocket? <laughs> Try four. You went like that? You should have asked him if he had a coke. I'll <laughs> give you one ring for a bump of coke. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate you, brother. What's going on, folks? Thank you for tuning in to an upper, another episode. This is episode 36. I am your host, Steven Gaxiola. What is going on? It is the day after July 4th. Yesterday was a, a very beautiful day for me, my friends, and my family. You know, I'm a, I'm a patriot at heart. This is America, and I don't care regardless of... of of, of race and that this is diversity that's going on. I don't care what color you are. You are my brother or sister. Thus saying that this is America. It's the greatest country on this planet, which is getting to be arguable now. But like my cousin said a couple episodes ago, uh, a couple episodes ago, shout out to my cousin Albert. He said, we're America, baby. We'll always bounce back. So we will be back. We're just going through a little niche. But, yeah, yesterday I celebrated 4th, man. I, I always go out. I love lighting fireworks. That's what I do. I lit my school on fire when I was uh, in 5th grade playing the matches. So everybody knows who knows me knows I like to light fireworks. And so it's, it's a great day for me to celebrate my independence because, believe it or not, we still have freedoms. And if you compare it to other countries that are around the world, I mean, we, we really got some lean, lenient laws. And what's going on right now is just, you know, we, we've had different people on the podcast talk about it, what's going on and, and dissecting it. I've had conspiracy theorists. I've had doctors come on and, and talk about this COVID and what it's about. Now it's starting to get a little bit closer to home now. I know coworkers now that I've had it. And I've talked with them about it. And so I'm getting to know a little bit more about this COVID but I wanted to get another perspective today. So the person on my show today is an EMT. He's a he's he's a brother of one of my best friends. I've hung out with him a few times. Hector Valley, welcome to the show, brother. How are you today? Good, man. Uh, thanks for having me, man. No, anytime, man. So we took a picture earlier today. Yeah. And you threw your your hands up, showing the shirt, and you said, "I'll tell you on the podcast what does it mean." What does it mean on your shirt? What what do you have in your shirt? Describe it to the. Uh, so listeners. I I'm uh, I have a shirt that has the uh, logo. Um, I have a V, a four, uh, the number four, C and an R, 
And those that don't know what it means, it basically means Veterans for Child Rescue. And is that something you were involved in? Uh not not i would say i'm involved i um uh, i've helped out by donating um to this organization a private organization that is run by craig sayer he's a formal formal uh navy seal um this guy is a total badass he is like a sniper yeah, he was a sniper with the with a uh with the navy uh, as a seal um he's got a ridiculous resume and um Basically, the way he started with this organization was, you know what, he said his job is to basically hunt down these pedophiles and sex traffickers. Unfortunately, there's just so much of this going on for for such a long time. And, and you know, this guy has brought the light to the disgustiness that's been out for so long. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I donated to the organization. And, um, you know, even if you donate like, you know, $10, $20, you know, you, you get like a, you get this pretty awesome little shirt. But anyway, so yeah, so basically my shirt says uh, vets, uh, Veterans for Child Rescue. And, you know, with me being a dad and kids, man, you know, and working uh and the uh in the hospital at a children's hospital i uh I, i'm pretty proud of wearing this shirt you know because it goes a long way i delivered to this building on my route and there's people in there that work they search the dark web for child pornography and and they're like ghost i mean not ghost hunters but they're i call them internet hunters yeah you know dark they go on the dark web and I mean, you go on the dark web, you see some nasty shit that goes on. I mean, I don't know nothing about computers that even be able to hack into going into the dark web, but you can get anything you want on the dark web. And so they search it for child pornography yeah. and child abuse. And I, I'm against that, dude. Like that's that's the equivalent to being being yeah. the devil, dude. Like yeah. kids, I have kids, I have daughters, you know, and just to see man woman yeah abusing the, these kids i mean there's some nasty shit out there that i don't even i, I mean it, this i want to be a hunter yeah you know uh, he, he's got i, I want to get a shirt like that dude he, yeah it's pretty awesome yeah it's um he um craig sayer has got a, a documentary called uh, country land and you should really you should really look. no i'm gonna watch it i didn't want to watch it at first because you know I'm kind of sensitive about that kind of stuff. In the yeah. beginning, I was just like sensitive. Start but crying and shit because you're so pissed. Not a little bit, but it, it just it takes you to a whole nother world of like, you know what he's doing. It's for for a reason, right? So you're trying to catch these bastards, and the things they do, you kind of think like, what, what goes in your mind? You know, to actually think that you're gonna go get away with this, and it's just not. I mean, these are just people normal people politicians you're talking about um law enforcement you're talking about ex-military you're talking about there's all kinds of people really out there that that are doing this kind of shit you know and it's we got we got some big things coming up we got the jeffrey epstein we we all know oh, about yeah. him and they just they just arrested uh, him, yeah. how do you say her name jislyn gillane uh is it maxwell yeah yeah, yeah maxwell yeah it, it's almost like jillane but no it's uh she's french Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell. She. Did was, you watch uh, that documentary on Netflix recently? I, I, I saw it with my wife. Yes. Uh, but I already knew about Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, Before all, yeah. Yeah, like his, 
man, this guy was the ringleader of the pedophiles, man. And he's. Um, Do you think that you think a lot of these people are going to start coming into the light? Because we've been talking about this shit for years. I knew about this shit for a long well, time. If you look at Jeffrey Epstein's record and you look at the way um, it went down when he got caught and his quote unquote suicide, um, it's all it's all BS. You know, mm -hmm. and then this guy was a high profile. This guy was high profile. He wasn't just like, you know, they briefly talked about what he did. Yeah. Like what school he went yeah. to, who, guy, who were his parents. Yeah. It was just like he was just this guy that was that he just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he had a lot of connect, a lot of connections, you know, big, powerful people in Hollywood, big, powerful people in, in the, you know, in politics, you know, um, there's a there's an over under to see if she's going to die in prison. Well, Maxwell, what do you think? I, I it's kind of <laughs> hard. <laughs> it's um, when you have a person like uh, like her, that's again, high profile ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend whatever she was to him. Mm -hmm. She, she had to she, be like her, his, his puppet or slave master or something. You know? Yeah. She, she knows a lot of people, man. And so you, well, like, again, when you have powerful people in the business, such as like the, uh, child pornography and mm -hmm. all that stuff, you know, they, they can do whatever they want. They have, they, they own, have they, 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 they own a lot of, they own a lot of people powerful people you know um when you have power control and you have money you can control anything it's crazy how have you heard how much it has gone up as far as children going missing lately since all this covid shit started happening i have not done i heard the number spiked oh I, i'm sure i mean I, I i haven't done my research on that part but i know that the tra uh, child trafficking is a global problem you know it's oh a, yeah, yeah you know it's, course, it's yeah. international it, all 50 states in the united states it's there was it, this post on facebook some girl posted that she was walking with her daughter and i think her mom and this white van pulled up and they tried to pull them into the car yep. but there was people in the neighborhood and they all ran out and mm -hmm. they just got in the car the van and left but they said in the van as it drove they could see there was bolt-on locks on the outside of the van Damn. and it's driving around town doing shit like that like how come cops don't see that, dude? Like, come on. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's scary because you know it's happening in our you know backyard, man. You know, um, again, you know, all fifty states, you know, outside of the United States, man. This is a the 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 this is a forty to fifty billion dollar industry where these people spend money after money to get a hold of these kids. And remember that movie Taken? Yep. He took his daughter. It pretty man, much that's how dude. it is, man, and you can't do anything about it. I got. I'm a man of many skills. It's true, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so it's a, it's it's a sensitive topic for a lot. No, of people. well, you brought the shirt. You, you, you brought yeah, the shirt, so, so I was like, well, yeah, we'll no, just I mean, go down I, this I, hole. That's cool. <laughs> I love the. No, yeah, no, I love, I'm I mean, gonna I, buy a shirt just like that, though. I love I'm gonna, I'm I love everything that. about this organization because uh, if you ever see the documentary, or if anybody's uh, listening right now, you guys should uh, check out uh, Countryland. Um, and then, uh, it's with Craig Sayer. So you just type in Craig Sayer, go on his Instagram, Craig Sayer. Um, and he's the founder of it. And so when you go on there, he should have a link to his, uh, little documentary. And then it, I think, it, I think it's, I want to say 40 minutes, maybe an hour, 
but it's pretty cool, man. Like he has honestly, he's got a bitching team. Like these guys are ex-military. Don't they? Do they go like internationally too? And they and they bust. They like I know there's crews out there um, that that do it. They go out there. They they haven't gone that far. I think it's just they'll uh, find the house where all the women are 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 kept and. If they do, they you know they keep that under wraps, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they're not gonna let you. Someone talked. Know. To, oh, you know what? It was. Uh, yeah. Who's that? Who's the inspirational speaker? Uh, Tony Robbins. He was talking about it. I listened to him on the podcast before. Interesting. Uh, okay. He was on the one with the Mike Tyson, hot boxing with Mike. Tony Robbins is good friends with them, and they talked about. Uh, he went on. He went on this trip, with with a bunch of ex you know military people. And they uh, would go in these houses internationally too, and and they would find these houses that where the women are kept. And he was describing like how they're all they got them hooked up to IVs or and yeah. shit, just barely get, keeping them drugged up on heroin or cocaine. And I mean the stuff he described, I mean it was it was unbearable to listen to. Do like damn, but I'm glad there's people out there doing it. Fuck, I wish I want I want to do that, dude. So I'm yeah, a vigilante. Yeah, it's cuz we would call yeah. them vigilantes, right? Yeah. yeah. Cuz the government ain't can do nothing about it cuz they're no. they all fucking part of it. Yeah. Like I said, powerful people. When you have powerful people like that, they can control anything, man, and it's, it's nothing disgusting. that you and I can do about it, but all we can do is uh spread the word out, you know, and then mm. Um, let people know that this this stuff is, uh, is is real, you know, and it happens to a lot of people. But anyways, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's an awesome shirt. I always get compliments like, "What does that mean?" And I tell them, and then they they look at me like, "Wow, that's crazy!" Like I I didn't know that. I'm like, "Yeah, you, might, you should check it out," you know. And that's you know they take it for take it for what it is. You know they 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 either look at the documentary documentary mm-hmm. or they don't. You know. Um. So I think it's cool. Well, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, you know, where, where you grew up, where you came from. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, you're good. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, my name is Hector uh, Valle. And so um, I work at a children's hospital here in Orange County and uh, I work in the ER as an EMT. I've been in the medical field for a few years. Oh, I want to say a few years. Let's go. I want to say eight to nine years. I've seen some interesting uh, <laughs> stuff around the, the e, uh, working in the ER and what made you want to start working in the ER? Well, um, I originally started as uh, when I got out of the Navy in 2008. I, when I got out of the Navy. What did you do in the Navy? I was an aviation mechanic. Okay. Yeah. So you could build, you could fix planes. I can try. <laughs> <laughs> it's very complex when it comes to aviation and stuff. Anybody that. Um, what made you want to do that in the Navy? I, um, I. I actually did. I didn't want to do that. Actually, in, in fact, it's a, it's, it's a test you take, right? And they, yeah. they say, "Oh, I think he'll be good at this." Well, the way this is how it works in the military. Okay, um, w- when you go take your ASVAB test, which is the entrance exam, mm-hmm. you um, you either you either score above average, um, or you score below average. Um, there, I think I think to to score uh, at the time it was uh, I don't know I want to say it was like uh 36 or 40 or something like that out of whatever questions they had and so i mean i didn't score too well i mean i you know i'm not gonna say i scored in the what 80s. kind of questions they ask you oh i mean they they, they uh mechanical amplitude you know mathematics reading comprehension a little bit of fun you know, all that dude <laughs> but i mean i was never into you know i mean i barely graduated high school yeah because i was um i was a goofball and i didn't really care um, and so that was a, one of the reasons why I left is, you know, I just, I didn't really have a game plan for the future. And so, but anyway, I, so I, um, so that for the testing for the ASVAB, so you, you, you take your test, right? Mm-hmm. Once you, once they give you your, your results, 
you sit down with your recruiter, Navy, Army, Marine, uh, whatever branch, right? And so they, they'll sit down with you, and then um, depending if you're going to go to either either or of those, any of those, um, they have a specific job for that certain score that you scored. So say you scored a 40, these are the jobs you're going to have. I had a few jobs that I, that I was allowed to pick, but originally I wanted to go in there as a pediatrician, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm going to be a doctor going into the Navy because it runs in the family. But I, I didn't score so well. And so I said, okay, well, what are my options? And so my recruiter uh was um he had a um he had a hit a job um which i forgot what he was but he was an, also an, i believe he was an aviation oh yeah he was an aviation mechanic as well i believe there it is yeah and he told me he's like hey you know maybe there's uh there's this job that you know you should check into you know to check it out if you want and i said sure i'll check it out i was kind of bummed out because i didn't i couldn't go into the medical field but he said, hey, you want to fly planes? You want to do mechanical work for planes and stuff? I said, sure. So I did that. And um, it's kind of where it, uh, my career kind of took off um, with the Navy. So I ended up doing that. So how come you didn't want to pursue, like, keep going? Like, how many oh, years yeah. <laughs> were you in the Navy for? Uh, four years. So four. So did, when, did what, you go to college after that? N- <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was in – I don't want to say I wasn't smart. It just wasn't my thing, you know, going to school. And so – when I got out of the Navy um, in 2008, I, I went to uh, I I applied at a at a hospital in in Orange County as a uh, transporter, transporting patients from you know from one end to the other, such as like taking them to to the back to the rooms to the you know uh, the imaging department, or sometimes I'd take them to the morgue. Man, I hate doing those calls. Man, it was terrible. After I left the hospital, I you know I went to construction. You know I I was trying to do something more with like my hands. You know. I was, I'm a hands-on type guy. I like to fix stuff, not to, uh, you know, transport patients or, or do Yeah, you go from fixing, pla- <laughs> fixing planes yeah. in the Navy yeah. to now I'm driving dead bodies in a hearse yeah. to the morgue. <laughs> You're kind of like me. I have yeah. to do different things. I get bored too quick, dude. Oh, same here, man. I get so bored. I, I've switched so many. I'm a UPS driver. Everybody knows on this podcast. And I've had so many routes, you know, I used to be in the ghetto. I, I love the ghetto. I just got over it. I was like a place, you know, certain areas are just, it, it smells bad. And it's just, I had a switch and I'm in a nice area now and I love it, but I'm just like getting bored, man. It's not, it, yeah. I don't know. It's not my customers. I love my customers. I, I love the area. It's just like, I'm just bored. Like yeah. I, I have to, I have to keep challenging myself. Oh, you should. You know, you, you don't. Know, you, you don't want to keep be... on my toes. So every podcast I do is a challenge. I get somebody that comes in. I've gotten harder. I mean, it's gotten easier to talk to people like I, I don't talk to you, right? <laughs> I talk to your brother yeah. every day. I mean, we're, we're talking, we're having a conversation, and when I meet new people and I bring them on the podcast and I start talking with them, it's a challenge, right? I want to make sure the the conversation is smooth. You're comfortable. And we could have a good conversation, like something I would do at a bar. Like if I'm at a bar and I'm hanging out by myself, I'm a loner. I like to I like to be alone a lot too. And, and after work, I'd go have a beer. It would take me like two beers, maybe a, a two shots, and then I'm talking to everyone at the bar. That's all it takes. And, and, two, and it's two yeah, beers, two shots. Yeah, and that's just I start talking to people, and I'm like, man, this is a good podcast. Yeah. This would be a good podcast. And so, and then plus being a UPS driver, I talk to a lot of people. Customer service. Yeah, man. customer service. Yeah. So my me talking and 
being able to hold a conversation, no, no matter what type of person you are, has gotten a lot better over time. But I'm, I'm happy you're here, man. This is awesome, man. Yeah, it's cool, man. My brother told me about this and, uh, you know, I always wanted to do this. I think I, I did something like this probably. <laughs> oh, you've done a podcast before? 12 years ago or something like that. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, it was like, it was terrible. I mean, <laughs> but it was nothing. You know, it's just pretty cool, man. I love this. No, yeah. We got a lot of listeners. The, the podcast yeah. is growing. I've helped people get off of, of drugs and it inspires a lot of people of, of my past and what, what I've been through. And they get to sit here and listen to you, listen to a story, you know, someone that's that's real just like that there's no agenda here i'm not trying to promote or or make money off anything i just want to have a conversation and let people hear because i'm tired of the the diversity that's going on especially today man it just keeps getting worse and worse i mean sometimes i'm arguing with my kid because she's thinking a certain way and i'm just like are you kidding me is it me though you know am i wrong like if i'm wrong i'm wrong but I have to say, I think it's it's our it's our God given right to speak out and and say how we feel because now we can't even we can't even say anything without disrespecting, offending people. Yeah, offending yeah. people, dude. Yeah. And and even me, I catch myself at times where I'm like, I need to be respectful, and and you know, it goes back to my doctor that I had on the show, Doctor Narenberg. Shout out to Doctor Narenberg, and he. He's part of the honors disciple. He started this, this thing called honors disciple. And he talks about being honorable. And he always asks, what is it being honorable? And we, we, we talk about that all the time. And we, we're not living in honor anymore. Yeah, he knows them too. Yeah, he's gone to see them too. Uh, so it, it comes down to honor. We have no more honor anymore. No. What do you think? Well, yeah, I, uh, I'm a hundred and ten percent with you as far as diversity. It's kind of sad because you were talking about your kids. Kids see a lot of things that the media puts out there, such as you know, like social media, right? You have like Facebook, right, and you have Instagram, your Twitters, and all that stuff, and so they put out this, like you said, uh, they have an agenda, and then they push out they push false information and they and they put ads for kids to see this kind of stuff and they portrayed uh, these people to uh, such as like hey, I'll give you an example so you look at Donald Trump and you look at the things that he has done you look at the democrat party then you look at the republican party so i was never into politics but since this pandemic went down, I started searching. No one told me anything about Republican, you know, party or the Democrat or the, the Republican party or the Democrat party or, or being a liberal. Like I, I had to research my own because I, I honestly, I never liked politics. I'm going to hold off on the politics, but I'm going to jump into the, um, you were talking about your, your, your kids and stuff like that. And yeah, so, yeah. so kids see a lot of this stuff, right? And they brainwash our kids to, to honestly hate our fucking country, man. I'm what's, so, what's the what's the percentage or i mean obviously you're not you're not going to know off the top of your head percentages but this is a food for thought what it has the the, the admissions applying for admissions in the military decline now because of, of oh stuff hell yeah like this 
Right now, yeah. I mean, they're not getting anyone. They're not getting anyone in the military right now. I mean, I don't say not one. I don't. You're right. I don't know the numbers, but because of you know everything correctly, yeah, correctly, you know, correct. And and and, and, and who do you think is doing that? Is that China, Russia? Because the as intel, because because in, uh, as far as them, you know, it's uh, from what I heard, it's it's a, a lot of it's it's a new war. It's a cyber war. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people involved in this. You know, I, 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 I'm a huge, um, I like the conspiracy theories, you know, kind of thing, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, like there's so much that you can get, you know, gather and, and, and make your own analysis. You know, like I'm a huge, like I love JF Kennedy's assassination is probably one of my favorites because, you know, there's a lot of stuff behind it. Like, Tell me a little bit about it. I don't know too <laughs> no. much. No? <laughs> no, there's a, there's a, there's a that, we'll, we'll wait. We'll do another podcast and we'll talk about the. Jeff all right, Kennedy. all right. Um, but but anyway, so his is one of my favorites because like his assassination is just um, it's it's pretty incredible because you have the CIA that's behind some a lot of the stuff here. So what'd you do for the fourth? I hung out with my family. With my kids, I actually haven't bought fireworks in in, in years, and so we were, went to my in laws, and uh, we went swimming because it was really hot. And then we, uh, you know, I had a, had some of my Scotch whiskey, one of my favorite drinks. I'm not really much of a beer drinker, but I'll have I'll have a beer or two mm-hmm. here and here and there. But mm-hmm. how uh, many hours are you working right now? Pretty. This is an interesting. That's a good question because we're jumping from like so many questions. I'm trying to like, uh, I'm trying to. Go with the flow with uh, some of your questions, but okay. So, you want to talk about um, the uh, my hours, right? So, when the pandemic happened, our senses dropped completely. We were honestly we were looking at anywhere from three hundred to close to four hundred patients a day in the in the ER. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's of before. Patients. Yeah, that's a lot of patients. And we were expecting a lot of patients, you know, just in general, right? Besides summer. Summer, we only get, like, you know, uh, we get a lot of um, broken legs, broken arms, because all the kids are active, playing soccer, sports, you know what I'm saying? So mm. um, we knew that that was going to happen. But when the, pandemic, when the pandemic happened, they started actually letting people go. They were letting traveling nurses go. See, I work um, per diem. Uh, my hospital and so per diem for those that don't know is basically like you, you know you you uh it's kind of like part-time i guess but you are working enough hours for the month so say 40 20 to 40 hours for the for the month and and though and that's per diem you don't get any benefits your pay gra- your pay rate is is higher than just a regular uh full-timer right so I was uh, I would pick up people's shifts anywhere from forty to sixty hours. That was basically my full time because I didn't care. I didn't need the benefits because I was using my wife's mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife's uh, benefits, and so um, I didn't need any of that stuff. So I would work. But when the pandemic happened, they had to let a bunch of people go because why? Why even bother having like twenty, thirty nurses, six doctors, you know, fifteen EMTs in the ER for like six patients? That makes no sense, right? And I understand. What happened to all the sick people? <laughs> Everybody, goes, I guess I'm not sick after all. There's a lot of times uh, I should have gone to the emergency and I did. Well, 
I was like, fuck, now I got to wait for six hours. Well, don't, listen, was don't, it really an emergency? Well, don't, don't, Never got an emergency and walked <laughs> out? And like, oh, fuck it. Well, I'll live with it. If I don't wake up, I don't wake up. Don't don't get me wrong, but <laughs> in the beginning when this whole thing happened, I was kind of you're kind of happy. No, I was like you get to kick back. Well, yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is cool, you know, like shit. There's no one here. We haven't had a patient, and like, so what? Did people just die in their house? Then, like, oh, I got shot. No, people, I don't want to get COVID. No, no, no. People were just scared, man. Fear. When you put fear into people, well, people go in there for what? What what kind of things are people going in there for? Being sick. Oh yeah, I mean you have, you have you have chronic kids, right? You have kids that okay. are chronically just ill. They've had it for for years. You know, they they're just chronic. Uh, they're dependent on a ventilator, right? Then you have kids that come in with like you know um, having um, shortness of breath, coming in there for like a, honestly a scratch on the finger or a bite from a dog. I mean, it, it's just you have something like that, you know, or like, Oh, I'm having diarrhea. I haven't had, to, you know, mm-hmm. um, so dehydration, burning and sensation. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, know, you, you get the basics. Then. Yeah. You'll get some okay. basic, we also had some, I mean, some traumas. And in, in fact, you know, I, I hate, cause when, when you get to the hospital, when you work in the ER, um, they assign you like specific areas. And so, uh, really quick story. I was assigned because we do get trauma patients and being a father and being assigned in that area, the trauma area fucking sucks. You know, like I've seen some pretty, um, I've seen some, some, some kids, uh, make it through some like pretty shitty situations. And it sounds like you kids. work at a children's hospital. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't have to say which one, but okay. I'm, and, I'm starting to put the pieces together now. Okay. Um, and so I remember, uh, you know, after being at what a, age can you go to that hospital before you? you so get, anywhere from no, newborn, newborn to, to about I think we've taken any. Well, we we take any patients. We we can't say no. We can't say oh, to, we can't take you because we're just hospital. It, but but we we we'd have to accept you and um, maybe do a quick assessment. And then transfer you over to the uh, the adults hospital, but I, I want. Where's the adult hospital at? Is it far away? Close away? Uh, cl- across the street. Oh, okay. So it's not far. It's not far. Okay, okay. I'm getting I'm getting the picture now. So, uh, so then, uh, so anyway, so um, so the ages go from newborn to uh, 25 or 20. I think I want to say 25, 27. Now, the reason why they're that old, even though it's a children's hospital, is because they've been um, they've been a patient at that hospital for a long time. So we do get older patients. This kid came, right? Um, he was sick, right? Mm-hmm. He was, um, he lived in a foster house and somehow, I don't know, they, he was, they found him unconscious in the living room while the siblings were playing in the living room or something. I don't know how they How old was he? <laughs> he, he was, he was young. He, okay. he was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm going to say under five. Okay, okay. Um, unconscious. And so I don't know how the kids didn't think, I mean, kids are kids. I, I don't want to say anything, but like, it's just, he was, they thought, I guess he, they thought he was sleeping or something. And I don't know how long he's been out, but when the paramedics got there, he, uh, was unresponsive. And so they took him to the ER. And of course I was assigned this, uh, this, this patient. And mm-hmm. so he came in and we started doing CPR. Mm-hmm. Anything that has to do with like, you know, certain kids at the hospital, my hospital, there's some, I mean, something always triggers my, my, uh, 
<laughs> something triggers me where I, I just, I feel that I'm kind of like, um, you know, whether if it's like a, like a, like a, um, I don't know, again, maybe because I'm just like sensitive because I'm a dad and I have kids, you know, but it's just anytime I see like a, like a certain, a certain type of hair or a, like a hand or a finger or a toe of a child, I think of my kids. Mm-hmm. And so I, I take it pretty serious when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I, um, I've been traumatized with some of the kids that I've been enc- encountered over the years, you know, whether if it was like CPR, um, he didn't stopping, make it. No. Oh, fuck. And so, and th- and this just happened in, I want to say January, f- or yeah, January, February of this year. You got a tough job, man. I don't know if I can do it, dude. I'd be crying all the time, dude. <laughs> it's, it, listen, man, I, every, that's a, that's a good, um, I hear that a lot because people always tell me, like, dude, I don't know how you can do it, but you know what though? You're a special person, huh? You can <laughs> handle it. So it, t- it takes someone. It takes something special, does. dude. It does. It does. But at the end of the day, though, these kids need our help. And so that's why, you know, the shirt that I'm wearing, like, means a lot to me because I love being part of, like, helping kids, you know? I'm a good dad, man. I was, gonna, I was going to school to be a school teacher. <laughs> I wanted to teach kindergarten. Yeah, I taught, I taught cool. Sunday school at my church. Well, there you go. Yeah, I had the young kids. So, I mean, I got three kids, and I love kids. I yeah. love talking to them when I, when I deliver on packages. What's up, dude? Yeah. What's going on? Because I look at them like they're my kids, you know. What's up, bro? Yeah, kids are smart, man. Yeah, they they're, are, they're, and they're getting they're, way, they're way my my seven year old. She's so smart. I mean, she's smarter than my eighteen year old. Yeah, one one of well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's just real. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just I've learned as a, as a parent too to, to to how to raise your kids a little bit. Not not. Not raising them bad, but as far as education and and oh, having yeah. that that I, yeah. smarts, you know, just street smarts. And I talked to, I started talking to my my young daughter, uh, my youngest right now, like she was an adult at uh, two years old. Three. I just, I go, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna go Google Gaga. I'm just gonna start talking to her. And I we would do, I have videos on my phone. We would do like we call it uh, Abby and Daddy. That's her name, Abigail. We call it Abby, Abby and Daddy. Advent, oh, adventures with Abby and Dabby, and then we would do a, a podcast. Yeah, uh, not a podcast, but a video on her phone, and and we would talk. And she's a baby; she's going, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but she's like listening to what I'm saying, and then she's just she's talking with me in the camera. Yeah, uh, again, kids are pretty smart, man, especially with the you know, with technology and phones and all that stuff. But that also could be blinding too. What yeah, do you think? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, so I agree. Um, my son um, is—he's an old school kid, man. He loves—he prefers dirt playing, you know, in the one water, um, you know, just being an old school kid, you know, like back in the old days, man. He just likes to get dirty and then, you know, play play ball, man. He—he's very active, man. He's an active boy. He doesn't have a tablet. He doesn't have any of that stuff, man. Like he's just like the, you know. He, he would rather go outside like today, like you know, the whole family w- went on the walk, you know, he's like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to go on the stroller. Like I want to take my bike. Okay. Well, we went on a f- four mile walk, man, you know, and he just wanted to take his bike and he was just like, you know, I want to take a break. You know, it's, it's hot. Yeah. Some it's people just sh- give him the iPad and then that next thing you know, that's all they want to do. Yeah. You got to be outdoors with your kids. Yeah, no, that's especially now, man. I mean, if you haven't spent in this uh, uh, enough time now, this is the perfect opportunity um, about this whole stupid thing is 
spending time with your kids as much as you can, you know, just going to the park. I know, I know uh, most parks, I mean, are open. I mean, I know the beaches, I think, are closed now or, or whatnot. But, I mean, there's there's a lot of things you can do with the kids, trust me. Even just fetching and throwing a ball or kicking a ball. I mean, kids love that stuff. Even if it's, like, you know, 15 minutes or something like that. You know, sit down, watch a movie, you know. Um, it's something that they, they, they'll they know, you know, um, especially, you know, your, your girls, you know. Uh, you you said daughter, right? Yeah, I got two daughters. Yeah, one's eighteen. Your girls, one's yeah. Seven. yeah. Well, okay, but but, but you know they, they see that kind of stuff. Um, but you know one of, one of the things too is um, you're talking about um, division. I believe you said division, diversity, or, or well, we were talking about the COVID first because okay, yeah, you're about to uh, talk about before and after. You're getting four hundred patients. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. A day, and then you went down to what? Like, oh, this is where it gets good. So we're uh, this. Let's say February, March, February or March. We we saw it go right. Mm-hmm. So it was like, <laughs> it was yeah. So it was like three eighty to four hundred patients a day, and um, I want to say let's see, April, May, man, April. Let's see, April. I think the middle of April. Or May, we dropped down to like 54 patients a day. That's a whole shift, man. That is Maybe it's because everybody was at home too, though, right? Maybe just no one's out walking around, jumping around or doing whatever. Maybe just because everyone's at home, like just sitting on the couch. Yeah, I mean, well, it's scary too. Nobody wants to go to the ER when, yeah. they, when, they, when they... Slice when their finger or... Well, right. So... One of, yeah, exactly. So a lot of the a lot of the ER visits are like, oh, I have a cut in my finger. When you can take care of it at the house, you know, um, you know, having abdominal pain. When you can take Pepto. Or- so when fifty six <laughs> people started coming into the ER, yeah, what do the hospitals start doing? They start laying you guys off. Yeah. As How per- about the COVID patients? Were you guys getting a lot we, we, across no, the street? You uh, across the street uh, were the uh, adults are they were getting some of the cases um, i heard like when the first cases started coming in yeah they were transporting people in a helicopter and it was landing on top of the building yeah because i had i have yeah. drivers that work that delivered yeah. in those hospitals and he goes yeah man we're right here the first patient they were driving some dude was and his wife they were they flew him there they came from out of the country before we shut the country down it was uh belize i believe or somehow yeah there. it was yeah. like belize yeah. or something he, he wasn't he with his mistress or something like that? Something like that. It was something weird where, uh, I don't know, he got it or something. Yeah, and they flew him in on the helicopter. He was, <laughs> was in a, a nice, bubble was inside a, the helicopter. It was a bitchin' plane, though. It's a private plane. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, and then they, uh, I think the helicopter picked him up from, L- I think, LAX or John Wayne. I think it was LAX, and they flew him to John Wayne and then came over here uh, to, I think, somewhere in Orange County. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. huh? Yeah, but it was it was crazy. So yeah, so the the numbers dropped, man, and so they start laying up a bunch of people, um, traveling nurses, EMTs. Um, they started decreasing hours, and so what my manager told me was, hey, you know, senses are low. Well, we don't need you. you you're pretty DM, you know. I was like, okay. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna pick up someone's shift, and people would say, hey, I don't want to work this day, and I'd say, okay, well, I'll pick it up. And they would get upset because they're like, hey, you know, don't be picking people's shifts, you know, because their senses are low. And so I was like, okay. So then we had another talk with our director of the hospital in the ER and said, hey, this is, this is what we're going to do. 
because their census is so low, we have to lay off people. So I was like, oh man, that sucks. He's like, but you're still an employee, you know, you just, we just don't need you at the moment. That was in March, I want to say. So from March, March or April, I want to say it was like March or the first week of April was like the last time I, I went to, uh, to the hospital. I recently went to do some, some work on my computer and I had to talk to my manager again. I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, so when am I coming back? And they were like, honestly, like we haven't even hit, um, the, uh, hundred patient mark, mm-hmm. you know? So you're like, okay, so a few months ago, it was like 54, 56 patients. That was the lowest it's ever been. And we haven't hit that 100 yet. It's like, no. Huh. Interesting. So when you, when you get that information and then you turn on your TV and then the media is telling you something different, telling you that it's busy, the ER is over flooded. Yeah, with dude, what is up with that? It's all it's all BS, man. I mean, how can how can people who work for the hospital stand and not say anything? Uh, yeah, because they're getting paid an extra six hundred bucks a week. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, uh, it's uh, you, you, I know I deliver to a lot of uh, doctors' offices, right? And a lot of the girls got laid off. Yeah. Some didn't, or their hours got cut. Yeah. No one's because a lot of these offices sometimes are already are always vacant. I go, you guys got a big waiting room, but every time I walk in, there's no one here. And yeah. then and they said, yeah, you know, Tuesdays or Thursdays is the doctors are in. But other than that, we just sit in the office. Just when this happened, you know how sh- how shitty it was to um, to be a staff member, either. Um, anywhere in the medical field, whether if you were working for like a, um, a clinic or in the ER, uh, wearing a uniform in public um, was kind of scary because people would look at you like, huh, huh. you know, he's, he's, got, he's got it, you know, because they we were dealing with a lot of these patients. Um, oh, excuse me. Um, I wasn't dealing with them as much as like the adult hospitals, but we did have some, not going to lie, like we had a couple cases, but... The thing is, is that one of the things, even even now, like you, you look at it's the, getting some people, yeah, and it's and yeah. some people, it's it's like it's nothing. I know I know people who have gotten COVID, yeah, and they say you lose your taste of smell. I mean, your taste and your smell. It's everything. I mean, you you can have anything. You basically have COVID. You can have uh, stiff neck, well, fever, diarrhea, a constipation. Rect- you, you, you can have a rectal dysfunction and it's considered COVID. <laughs> It's true, man. Wow. Hey, man. Anything? I never heard that one. It, <laughs> they are trying to do anything. They're trying to get paid. Well, that too. But they're, they're trying to anything that is anything that you have, whether oh, you know, uh, whether you went to Del Taco and you had diarrhea, COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's kind of sad because I mean, these people. You know, they, 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 they can control and do whatever the hell they want to do. And so, okay, so let's talk about um, the COVID cases and stuff, right? So mm-hmm. people are talking about, oh, you know, the huge rise of uh, of the, uh, you know, of the COVID. Oh, it's back. You know, the, the wave, wave two is here. Um, you know, the more t- 
tests that you do, the more cases you have. In fact, Orange County, this is Orange County, just came out, I think, uh, last week, that they actually, um, they had their test kits that were completely bogus. They cooked the books and people were popping up positive. This is Orange County. So you think you have Orange County, you look at some city, excuse me. So if I want to get two day, two weeks uh, off work for pay, I could just go to a spot and they're going to just say I have COVID? Yeah. Hell yeah. Where's this place at? <laughs> so, I'll take two weeks so off of work so for pay. Orange County so it was like, hey, you, I'm not lying. If you go to, um, it's on my phone. Uh, here, wait, let me see. Give me, let me see. It. Check my phone real quick so I can, that's not my phone. Here, I'll read it to you. This is, I'm not making this up, man. Um, no, I, I, I've heard about stuff going on like this, but uh, so what about people like because because there's people that need to have surgeries, right? I know people need to have surgeries yeah. and they got to go and get tested a couple days before. Mm-hmm. How will they prevent from going to a certain place that that's going to do it no matter what, just so they could get paid, even though this person might need that surgery? That's fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah. So it says here really quick. So I'm gonna. So it says Orange County inflated its coronavirus test numbers by mistakenly including antibody tests. Officials say. Okay, so they are doing that. So Orange County caught this. So then you look at other counties in California, right? So you look at all that, and then you look at places in in the United States, fifty states, right? So you look at all that in the cities and. They're talking about an increase of the um, coronavirus. Again, it's all it's all BS, man. You know, um, the way they're portraying portraying this is why are they doing this? Do you have an idea? Well, there's an agenda. Um, mandating vaccines. It's so all you, money. Yeah. So if you if you if you put out an agenda, you scare the shit out of people, thinking it's the biggest yeah. thing ever. And you tell them, hey, you have to get the flu shot, huh? You work at the hospital. Uh, we 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 have to get the flu vaccine. Yeah, but I'm not taking no damn uh, coronavirus vaccine. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it's always <laughs> mutating, right? It's it's just another form of the flu. Exactly. So yeah, so you look at those cases. So you look at the United States. You look at the, that. That's an increase of cases that's been happening in the United States. And then you look at globally too, right? So if they're mistakenly cooking these kits, test kits, these PCRs. It's happening all over the place, man. And they're going to continue doing Who's it. behind it? Bill Gates? No. <laughs> well, he's part of it, too. And he's, Fauci? No, yeah, he's got... Oh, Fauci, yeah, that guy. Oh, man. So, yeah. They got a lot of money invested in these pharmaceutical companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. The government... The government people don't know this, but the government did... Uh, they funded... Uh, China, Wuhan labs, about somewhere between 3.7 or $4 million to uh, do tests, man, on the coronavirus. Wow. Yeah. Again, you know, you guys can check it out. I'm not making any of this stuff up, but, uh, you know, Google is your best friend. How long do you think we'll be in this lockdown for until they get a vaccine? November. November. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. It's just going to disappear. Well, there's, there's a, so you have mandated vaccinations. You have the Black Lives Matter movement. You have the re-election coming, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things happening. This this is this is not a coincidence. This does not just happen. It's stupid. over months. It's it's this has been planned for years. That's why it's 
it's been called a pandemic. Mm-hmm. I heard about that one. Yeah. Pandemic. So, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things, man. You know, they they, said there's they, a lot of things that don't make sense. They said that we've already sold. What was it? 86 million guns were sold since oh, yeah, this COVID or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's the highest ever in uh, yeah, U.S. history. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, we live in some crazy times, my friend. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, 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 it's seeing the beginning. Uh, so going back, I, I was never into politics, man. Never into politics. But my, since my, all- my, my wife, uh, she's Caucasian, and my kids are mixed, so they're half white, half Mexican. And, um, one of the biggest turnoff from her was politics. And I said, do not talk about politics. I didn't, cause number one, I wasn't educated enough, mm-hmm. so I couldn't defend myself. And two, I just didn't want to hear it because I just, I mean, I, do you and your wife agree on everything you, oh, yeah. you guys talk oh, about? Okay. Yeah. So this was, I mean, this is going, it went on for years, right? So when this pandemic happened, I knew there was something sketchy about all of this and so i had a research man i had to dig deep into the information that was true um and what was false and so i was never a republican or a democrat and so i started understanding the democrat party then the republican party and i serve my country man i'm patriotic man i I love this country Mm -hmm. this country country has given me everything and so I owe that to them. Just I, I, I just I love everything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot have freedom like other countries, and that's why like this whole movement with like you know the Black Lives Movement and Antifa and all that stuff, man. They want a socialist country. You go to you go to Russia, Putin's gonna put you down. You go to China, you never existed. They'll do anything. You go out there with your antique. Come to the United States. Epstein you. Epstein you. (laughs) That too. (laughs) But you know, like this is a free country, man. You can do whatever you want, and people will, will, uh, you know, uh, will march with you, even though they're like, "Ah, I don't know what's going on. Like, oh, I'm just gonna just jump in there too, you know. And uh, we live in a really tough time, man. and that's why there's a lot of division. You know, you, you you try to get people to understand, like, what is really going on out there. And then you have people that are the... Um, so here's two types of people now. You have people that know the information that is truth, facts. You try to put your fact check on anyone. You're a conspiracy theorist. And if you're not listening because you're so against... If you're an anti-Trump and you're a... Black Lives Matter uh, supporter or Antifa guy or whatever, you're basically just um, a sheep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're basically a sheep. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. A sheep. People hate that. But I mean, I, I, I have I have my, my, my best friend, man. He's my he was my best man at my wedding. He's a huge Democrat. And I, I tell him like how it is. And then he you get super sensitive. About, I, it's, it's, it's not. It's just because it's Democrat, Republican. Behind the scenes, they're all best friends. They use it. They use it. It's not the parties are how they used to be. 
They're different now. People have infiltrated. Look at you can go look at the old school videos of Joe Biden. He's saying the N word. Oh he's yeah, saying all kinds of but, stuff. But you can't. But say he that. over time he he's yeah. changed his team, changes. But we got video on that. But people, I don't understand how people could ignore stuff like that. Because the mainstream media holds so much information to the public. So if the public are not aware of what's going on, anything that the mainstream media says goes. They it's have almost like politics became a subculture. It's true. When it should have been a, a, a number one priority in our culture. Well, yeah, you have um, pharmaceutical companies that own, you have, pharma, you have big pharma, you have mm -hmm. these big uh, companies that own uh, the mainstream media. So imagine just getting paid the big bucks. It's like, hey, it's against our narrative. So mm -hmm. don't, Say anything about it. Oh, yeah. Hush, hush. We call that fake news. Oh, yeah, CNN. I don't even watch TV <laughs> anymore. If you come over to my house, I got the oldest TV in the living room. Yeah. That thing's old. I ain't upgrading for what? I like, I'll like. i still watch a, a UFC fights on it. It's old. Huh, Jared? My TV's fucking old. I won't, as much as I want to go buy a 4K and the new PS5, and I was like, dude, I don't got time for that, yeah. dude. I got to work, I, you know, come home, rest, maybe read, read a little book or something. Yeah. You know, keep keep uh, keep track of what's going on around the world around me. Yeah. But I mean, nothing's. I don't hear this stuff, you know, yeah. uh, from reading my phone or looking at my phone. D don't get me wrong, man. I, I for people are listening. Like, I am not a. Um, I, Black Lives Matter is a is a movement that I honestly, my opinion, I don't support. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I do believe that. There's justice. I, I, I also believe that George Floyd didn't deserve what happened to him. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, the cops that were that ha that did all that, they're piece of shits. Like, yeah, they should they should, yeah, of should go to jail for what they did, you know. But the movement overall, man, it's like it's another it, it's another ISIS. Yeah, it, it, it's a yeah, it's another way of just I mean, it's just about the, the kids need to be informed. Yeah. I'm all for protests. Oh, same I'm all, here. I'm all protesting, for but uh, doing, but that, but this the burning and looting. But like, the, the stuff behind this BLM is not right. People need to do the research and look to see who's who's funding them and who's where they're coming from and what they stand for. Because yeah, there are people. Black lives do matter. Of course, they but, do but, matter. But, but, but other, that this uh, movement, this this, this yeah. title that they have, is it's just another radical. Yeah. You know, party that that just wants corruption. I, I've heard they're they're Marxists. I mean, I'm wearing a shirt that says "fuck socialism." I, I love the shirt. By the you way. know, thank you, man. So, I, I we we can agree on that, man. Yeah, for no, sure. I mean, I I um, you know, again, I'm not racist because my wife no, is white. Yeah, I don't even worry but about it, dude. I have a lot of black friends too, and they tell me the same thing. Like, you know, I don't support this too, man. You know, it's they're making the majority me, they're, they're of people making, I talk yeah, to same they, thing. It's like you know they make us look bad, and I was like, it just like, pisses me off. That's what we see, and on that's, TV. What, and that's what, what and that's what I talk about di um, division. So you have the Democrat Party, then you have the Republican Party, right? Mm -hmm. So they try to the Democrat Party are trying so hard again. You know, let's go talk about Trump. So you have the Democrat Party that is doing everything they possibly possibly can to destroy Donald Trump from not being reelected in November. Okay, and they're doing everything. The mainstream media is huge democrat you know they got some they got liberals in there too but they, they, there's just so much people powerful people too you got the clintons in there of course as long as she's around man this is never going to go away and you have that those people that sell bs to the public i mean look at the latino community in fact 
there's a lot of supporters now that are supporting Donald Trump. But you look at Telemundo and you look at like, you know, dude, they 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 sell him like he's he's the he's the damn devil. You know? You look at like all the statues that people are trying trying to take down. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was at Rush Mush uh, was, No, <laughs> Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Man, the, the guy's patriotic, man. I got nothing I was again, I was never into politics, yeah, but the way they they um the news um sold it to the public is just disgusting you know and i love i like trump no i, I agree you know? a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of my customers <laughs> you know, in people, my opinion like i think he's, he's great man yeah, he's, 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 he's a great he's, he's a great man i mean it, he says a lot of funny things in fact one of the reasons why i like him is that he's pretty upfront you know and he doesn't hold back he just you know like you said fake news that comes from i've always him. i've always i i think that he I think he loves it. This is what I feel. He loves America. Yeah. But sometimes I get angry, you know, when he does his Twitter posts. Yeah, like, get off of fucking Twitter, bro. Yeah. You're the leader of the free world. I got it. Yeah. You know, get just. But a lot of my friends like it. They said he's fucking savage. And if you I, think I see, he's savage, I see that point too. I, I see that point too because it is. We live in a a social media time now. Like that's right. all. Oh, I got so many friends on IG, but. Really? Do you hang out with all those people? Who's hanging out with fucking 3.5 million people? <laughs> you should uh, read uh, his son's tweets. He's twice I just as started, savage. He's, I just he's, started he's a twice Twitter. as savage as his dad. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just started Trump, a Twitter. Trump, Trump Jr. does not hold back. He, yeah, he's he's actually one of my favorites, actually. Uh, just, you know, the things he puts out there. Because... <laughs> Um, I mean, these guys. I mean, we're not promoting hate. I think. No. I think on the other side is promoting hate. No. And, and like I said, so this is gonna drag till November. So you have. Let me see the. So you have the, the bars closed, dude. That pissed me off. I went and I had drinks on Wednesday. Yeah, I know, man. I was like, we we gotta go before the bars close, dude. We gotta go. So you. I have, was so pissed because like I haven't had it. You know, I go to work. I'm a UPS driver, and I go home. Yeah, they they shut down this thing like it's. Um, like the virus is as deadly as it is. And it's not. Let's talk about COVID for a little bit. I'm not a scientist. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do my research and I, you work at a hospital, I work at a hospital and I see some, some of this, um, chaos that's taking place. And so I, I do my own analogy analysis and, you know, it's just, like I said, so, so you have mainstream media that hides so much information, man. And they don't put it out there. And you, you ask the questions like, why? Like, why do they do that? You know, because it's against their narrative. So they have, again, they have an agenda. Yeah. Pharmaceutical what, companies owe them. Yeah. So, so COVID has, is, is a real virus. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not fake. You know, it's real. Mm-hmm. Um, but the mortality rate, is low. It's stupid. I mean, the mortality rate of what is it like? If you get COVID and you die, I mean, I think uh, what is it like one, maybe close to one percent. If you that's you getting it and you die, and then if you get it and recover from it, it's, what is, it's like ninety nine point nine six percent recovery rate. Dude, that's yeah, high. So if you get it, so, so if you get it, you're like, oh shit, just give it to me now. Get it over with. 
Shit, I probably had it like 20 <laughs> times already. <clears throat> True story, man. So my daughter, she um, in December, she got really sick, man. She went to ICU. She had a respiratory um, infection. Infection, and it like it. She went downhill really fast, man. We had to rush her to the hospital, and they were thinking about ventilating or uh, intubating my my my. my I heard once they man. do that, that's a bad idea. Well, yeah, I mean it. It's well, it it helps, but then you get some complications, possible complications after they uh, take you off the the ventilator and stuff like that. But yeah, she got really sick, man. Like it was it was shitty. It was heart. I was it, I was I was heartbroken man you know just seeing her just having difficulty breathing you know and then we actually got released the day of chris actually christmas day we got released we left and then we uh went home i think a couple days after that my wife ended up having uh respiratory issues too she started coughing her chest was hurting i think she uh i want to say she had a light fever but nothing crazy i had to monitor her give her breathing treatment and she she's uh you know she's pretty strong man women can tolerate pain pretty well but when yeah. she told me like hey you need to give me a you know a breathing treatment you know because we had a butyral treatment that i got i think it was like two years ago i i had uh bronchitis and stuff and so um i i still had that some of that medicine and so um i ended up giving her a treatment to help out for, with her coughing and her um, her issues that she was having because she's like I'm having a difficulty breathing and it hurts when I cough in my chest. So I was like, all right, here, just, just give you a treatment, see if it if it helps. And so I gave it to her, gave her a few treatments and stuff, right? But this was in December. But in December, I also got sick like four or five times, man. Out that Me too. Way. Like, what the heck is going on? This was in December. It like comes and goes, comes and goes. Yeah, and I was like, man, like you know, I was taking Mucinex and I was going to Walmart twice. I was like, this is crazy. I can't believe I. You know, I, I took so much of the mucinex the day and night, and then it was gone. And so I had to take it again and again and again. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And I thought I was from the kids getting sick, you know, at the hospital, because kids have the worst germs when it comes to, like, um, you know, being around other kids, sharing mm-hmm. the same toys, you know, and all that stuff. And so I was like, man, you know, I'm, I'm getting the germs from, from work. I'm, I'm bringing it to my house. My kid's getting sick. And so, yeah, man, it's a... Uh, I'm kind of speculating. I don't even know if we even, I want to say we did have it, but whatever. <laughs> so what can you look towards? What can the people look towards in getting closer to election day and with flu season coming up, coming up? What can you predict, you know, coming from your side of what you see, what you've been through? Uh, well, vote, you know, come November, you know, vote for your rights. Um, I say if you're not on either or the party of Democrat or Republican, um, or you're just in the middle trying to figure out what you want to do, you should probably just not probably, but you should research both parties and choose what, where you want to go. Um, and that's what's beautiful about, and about being American is that you get to choose what you want to do. Um, I think November um, is going to be one of the most important elections in American history. Did you hear that Kanye West? Yeah, is about to run. What is that? Yeah, you know there there's some. Uh, He's going to take votes away from Biden. Well, that's yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what do you think? Okay, so. 
you know, again, I, I, I support a lot of the things that Trump has done. But you're right. The, the whole Twitter thing, he needs to get off that, right? Mm. <laughs> I can agree. That's my opinion, you know. No, again, and I, I, I agree Some with people you. like it. Yeah, yeah. And I think he should, but you, you, you He should you have know. someone do it for him. So when they reply under his title, it'd be like, say it's like a girl. Like, Donald Trump said, you know, and then he then have his his response that he would always do. That way he could go, yeah, I don't have time to, you know, I'm the the leader of the free world. I'm going to, I'm handling business, but he, he, he always got time he, to do he, a He's quote. probably in the White House, you know, laying on the couch like, yeah, you know what you should say. But they are doing it, though. <laughs> yeah, but they are. But he makes it look like he's tw- uh, doing it on his personal phone. Yeah, form. man. But, yeah, you know, uh, November is going to be the most important election in, in American history. How many people do you think are unemployed in the United States right now? Jeez. I heard it was – somebody said half. One guy listened to said half the United States ain't working. I think the last time I checked, I want to say – 40 million, uh, 44. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right, man. Yeah, it, it, it's probably the oh, – I liked it yesterday on, on July 4th, dude. It, 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 yesterday – we started lighting fireworks, and the neighborhood was it was like a it was cool, war man. zone. It was it was and cool. We, we went off, and yeah, the cops came by, and I didn't care. I I've told I told people I go, hey man, get me out of jail if I go to jail because I go I'm gonna go to jail tonight. But they didn't care. Cause, yeah, but they didn't care. No, I was like, dude, I've been quiet this whole time. I'm not out there. You know, you think police running amok, you know, you think, this is yeah. my time of the year to, to let my freedom reign, dude. Yeah. You think police are going to stop you to celebrate independence? But it was Day? crazy to see yeah. all the because people like you and me that, that yeah. are, have, you know, come in agreement. Everything you're, you've talked about today. There's a lot of people out there like us that think like us. Yeah. And that's what's cool. Uh, you know, I would love to get someone in that say, hey, I'm, I'm BLM. OK, cool. Yeah. No, seriously, because uh, I, I also want to get educated on that. And, and, and uh, again, it, you know, one of the things about being American is that you get to choose what you want to do. And it's a free country. Um, you can't get it any better than, it, you know, say you were to do it in like in Mexico or Russia or China. You can't. I mean, again, they. They don't care about your rights. You have no mm-hmm. rights. And so being American, you have you can do whatever you want. It's called the American dream. How have you been dealing with this quarantine? You know what? There's some pros and cons. You know, um, I was a stay home dad for two years, you know, uh, raising my son. And so I'm used to like being at home and raising him. But now that I have two, I have a, I have a son and I have a daughter. My my son's is turning five next week, and so mm-hmm. my my daughter is almost July. Baby. My, all my kids are July babies. Oh, awesome! What, what day is it? Uh, Ju- uh July 9th. Okay, my son's yeah. July eighth. Oh, dude! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So they're right there, man. But yeah, you know, like they uh, be you know being at home in the past raising him while my wife went to work is a little different now that I have two. So now I'm watching for two. Uh, the other, the, the other one is just all over the place running and climbing things. And it's, it's a lot of work, you know, Be, being at home, like see with me, even before this whole thing, I, I, I was never used to being home all the time. I, it's like, I have to go to the park. I got to take my kids out. Cause then they'll drive me crazy. You have kids. I'm, you know, I'm sure yeah, you were you like, gotta, dude, like I didn't get the hell out of here. Like mm-hmm. I need to get them out get them some air. Cause it sucks. I mean, they don't want to be home. If I was a kid, Dude, I'll try to burn the house down. <laughs> yeah, I used like to sneak I, out my window. You know, like they, they need to be active, and that's why it's so important for parents to spend as much time as you can now because when this goes away, you know, we're all going to go back to the life like it was. 
you know, whatever it's going to be. Some and, people just used to be inside the house anyway. Yeah. And so, you know, you want to be able to, to say, yeah, I spent some time during this pandemic. You know, you don't want to be that dad that didn't have any time anyway. So I, we've been pretty good. You know, again, well, my wife, what's cool about my wife is that, um, you know, we're on the same page of as far as like how you want to raise your kids. Yeah. What do you want to believe in? Yeah. What do you want your kids yeah, to stand we're, for? We're, we're pretty much uh, on board as far as, uh, what has been really going on, you know, like we're, we're so against the whole mask thing, you know, in the, in the beginning, like, dude, I was going, what does she say about the mask wearing stupid? Just like me. I mean, after work or when I stopped going to work, I was, you know, can we say what she does or no? Um, <laughs> she, she works at the hospital too. Okay. She works yeah. at the hospital too. Yeah. But her job's pretty cool. Her, her job, like she. You guys could do. You guys could do the math. Stay at home, dad. She makes more money than me for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, okay. EMT. But even even she says, mask yeah. is. Yeah. So in March, uh, when I stopped working in March and April, um, I stopped wearing a mask because I thought it was stupid. You know, I, 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 you know, wearing a mask at work. You know, when we had a patient that had tuberculosis, you know, you just you want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You know, for that kind of stuff. And so, to me, I, I just didn't want to wear it again after twelve hours. You know, with a patient, and then go home, go to the store with it. It just to me, it, it was just stupid. And then after doing some research, it just it made sense why you shouldn't wear a mask. You know, <laughs> even you said that, huh? Yeah. Even you looked it up. I was like, did you see that video where they had the the mask on and he had the little gauge he put inside the mask yeah. to test the CO2 levels? Well, yeah, that was a pretty that was, yeah, crazy. Yeah. It, but that didn't make news. CNN didn't put it out there. CNN doesn't even talk about how talk people about, could prevent see, from getting coronavirus, see, I, such as exercise, diet, vitamins, vitamin D, get outside, get some sun, mm-hmm. vitamin C. Yeah. Eat vegetables. See, that's fruit. The thing they don't about, talk about that. No, see, everything that's CNN is always negative. So it, I wouldn't have to hate on them if they weren't just a piece of shit organization. Because if they said, you know what? We found some studies that's going to help boost up your immune system. Something positive that you're going to be like, okay, cool. You know, hey, CNN said, you know, I'm going to boost my immune system by taking vitamins and stuff like that. Cool, you know? Um, but that's just a little of, of, I wish they had, but they, 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 everything's always negative. Everything's always never positive. And, and not just them. You look at other mainstream media, they don't talk about anything positive about like, you know, the, the, what you should do, you know, something good, you know, that's good news. Like, Oh, I didn't know the, uh, the spike in the, uh, coronavirus, you know, led to this, you know, like there's nothing. My parents are all about fucking Fox news, CNN. There you go. And they, they come to, and I'm like, you got to turn the TV off. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. There's man. It, it, it's crazy. It, it, it's hard to choose. Uh, what, what, what's I don't have what, cable what, at home. I don't have cable. And it's so hard to to choose what's right and what's wrong. Cause you're just like, okay, they're fitting you BS. And then there's some things over here that's kind of doesn't make sense. But I'm gonna question. And that's the problem with a lot of people. Not they just an American quit, yeah. thing. You want to question. They're teaching us and and blinding us to not question anything. Yeah, you're going to, this is it. This yeah. is, you know, you got people that are, that are bowing down yeah. and saying white people bowing down to, to the uh, BLM, you yeah, know, and I'm not pathetic, worthy. Pathetic. I'm like, are you, f- I see so much stuff. I'm like, dude, yeah. It, if this, I'm, the, if yeah. I'm crazy, then what's that? 
Yeah. The white privilege thing is, is white privilege or is it white white guilt? White guilt. <laughs> My wife said she hates it because she always says, you know, the only reason why people don't become, you know, what they want to pursue is because they just they give up on it. You know, they give up on you things. Give up. You you either became lazy and you're just you won't admit it, right? So you you go through that and you don't want to admit it. So then people become racist and say, oh, white people have more education than black people, and that's bullshit because there's a lot of smart, educated African Americans out there. Mm-hmm. And I hate when people say, well, you know, well, cause she's well, cause she's white, you know. It's like, what? <laughs> you know, like it doesn't make any sense, man. It's like you put your t- you 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 work your ass off to what you want, and and things are gonna happen. But if you use that, I have a buddy of mine, man. He would argue that all day. He goes, "I delivered to this spot locally. It's yeah. slums, and it's generations of family that are just in poverty. Mm-hmm. They they live off of welfare, and there's just there's nothing for them. Yeah. Th- that's the argument. There's there's no resources. There's Hey, man, we've all heard that story of <laughs> yeah. our parents, somebody's grandpa walking yeah. 50 miles a day in the snow to go to school. Or get a gallon of milk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's... We, we, we talked a bit about, you know, about that. And how about the people that, that the men that walked out and said, hey, I'm going to go go to the store, get a pack of cartons of uh, smokes and never come back. You know, I'm, I'm trying to play the... How my boy would argue something yeah. like this, you know. Um, I agree, though. I agree that if you put your head down and you work towards something, you can accomplish anything. Yeah, because co- color I, has no. Look at I beat I beat that. fucking drug addiction. I was addicted to oxycontin. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I had to bite, fight that demon, and it took me years. But I I beat yeah. that. I had a kid when I was awesome. twenty one years old, yeah. and I was still in college. I, I finished college and I worked. There was a lot of sleepless nights. Of, typing up reports, being at work, taking care of a kid. But I worked my way up to be, uh, I, I consider myself successful in, in life. You know, I'm not a, a, a millionaire or anything like that, but I'm someone, I mean, my tide, my hashtag is hustle hard, right? Hustle hard, you know, means work, work hard. That's my, my fantasy football team, hustle hard. You hustle hard, hard enough, long enough, you're going to achieve anything. I agree. Things would happen. I was just saying some people would disagree because of the things that were given up. Was I privileged growing up? No. We're, we were considered middle class, but it wasn't, we weren't living in up in the hills and we've right. all been in nice places. You know, there, there's still gang activity coming out. Houses are breaking into, but it wasn't the ghetto ghetto. Yeah. But I took advantage of my situation, even though I didn't realize it at a young age. I always wanted to hustle and I, and I worked hard. And now I'm here doing a fucking podcast and hanging out with my friends. What can you tell the people? Give them, give them a little outro, man. I always tell people, I give, give a couple minutes in the beginning, tell them about yourself, and then tell the people, you know, give, give them their peace. Or just about myself? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, a, like an outro. Like, hey, you know, I love you guys. I love people. All right, yeah. Um, I've always been involved in customer service and helping people for the longest time. And so I, I communicate with people pretty well. I like to help, you know, I think because one of the reasons was, you know, um, my mom being 
sick for so long and just being there and caring for someone, being a caregiver. It's always been into me, you know, and then that's why I, I enjoy staying at home, watching my kids, you know, grow because a lot of, a lot of, especially dads, me as a dad, like not everyone, not a lot of dads spend so much time with their kids because they're always busy working while the wife stays home, right? And, and raise the kids and stuff. But it's a different time, man, where, where it's okay for that, you know? I think that everyone should, uh, um, you know, love each other and not hate, you know, because hate is, is, is just, um, it, it, it's, without love, like, the, the whole world sucks, man. Like, you, you want to be able to respect people and, and, and show appreciation, um, enjoy life, joining, you know, you want to enjoy life, you want to be happy, you can't be stuck in the house all the time you know want to get out you know get your family exposed to just doing some family time don't let this pandemic break the family apart you know it's time to you know retreat gather everyone and go out you know even if it's just just a little walk around the the neighborhood you know just find joy in life you know that that's just the most important thing when you have joy and happiness and you show it around your kids man it's it's super contagious you get the people around you see that they're like man this guy's always happy what the hell's what's going on here and they start laughing with you and you know and that's very important so whatever you teach your kids man you know that goes a long way man you know you want to pass that on to your kids and then you know but anyway yeah <laughs> well once again i want to thank you for coming on the show hector if anybody wants to get a hold of you how can they um ask questions maybe you know for your past the navy or Girl, um, if you don't want anybody to get a hold of you, it's all good too, man. Um, well, let me see. Um, it, it's just kind of fun. if they want a little, little bit more about V four CR. Yeah, um, uh, you could always email me, and all right, uh, email. So, so you can go on uh, lowercase h. You're about to get a shitload of emails C-T-O-R-M-I-K-E now, bro. T o r m i k e v a l l e at yahoo.com. Um, to go ahead and uh, drop an email there and then we can, uh, we can talk. Um, I always like to answer questions and be challenged and stuff and see, we, um, how it goes. But, um, you know, I'm, I love, uh, talking to people and, uh, making new friends and seeing new things. I like to educate myself. I don't know everything, but I like to educate myself and, 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 and also learn, um, because I, I don't always know everything, but I do my research and I do my own personal analysis and I kind of take it from what I take it for what it is. And so I'm open for any conversation and response to anyone that wants to email me. Nice, man. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate coming on. I want to get you back on again in a couple months and we'll see what's, what's going on with this stupid COVID, especially you're in the front lines. You, you, you're really seeing what's going on and you seem like you're really active in the community and, and aware of what's really going on in this world. So I appreciate you coming on the show. If any of you guys want to got any inquiries or questions, you want to be on the podcast or you want me to do certain interviews or subjects, you can get a hold of me at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That is the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. I'm also on IG under the Raider and the Saint. Once again, I want to thank all my listeners from around the world for tuning in. I love you guys. 
Thank you so much for the support. I will be back next week. I got some good lineups coming in. Once again, thank you to my guest, Hector Valle. I will see you guys next week. I love you. Love everyone. Be nice. Be respectful. And first and foremost, have honor. I love you guys.